Welcome to the Vagology Podcast with your host Jenny and Matt Morris. In this episode, we're talking all about pumpkins. It's pumpkin time. Yep, that time of year again, my friends. We're going to be talking all about things pumpkin and pumpkin spice today and hopefully broaden your pumpkin horizons. Not only are pumpkins nutritious, but they're also versatile and delicious. That's right. But before we get into all that tasty goodness, we're going to talk about what we ate this week in the hopes of inspiring you in your meal planning. And what did we eat this week? Well, one of my favorite dishes that we haven't had in a long time, it is definitely comfort food greatness, stuffed shells with herb tofu ricotta. And I love this dish. I love Italian dishes and stuffed shells are wonderful. Yes. And we made a big batch of them and we had our meal and then we froze the rest so we can enjoy it another time. So that's what we like to do, make big batches and spread it out the meal will live to fight another day yes not fight to be enjoyed another day (laughs) we're not fighting with the stuffed shells (laughs) all right so that's one highlight that we have the next is one of our favorite soups which is cabbage soup always good when the cabbage soup is around i never seem to get tired of it yeah and this is i think is the second week in a row we had it because we really do enjoy it it's a cabbage vegetable soup And we just throw in, obviously, cabbage and then a lot of other vegetables that we have on hand. And it is just, it's wonderful. It's a light, healthy, delicious soup. And a wonderful spice level to it. Yeah, of course we kick up the spice level. Of course. And then lastly, we had vegan tuna salad lettuce wraps. I love a good lettuce wrap. Yeah, it was really good. We're kind of in this awkward time where the seasons are changing. So we have a mix of like wintry foods like soups and the stuffed shells. And then we switch to the lettuce wrap. So one day here, it's like 90 some degrees. And the next day, it's like 70. It's really weird. (laughs) So we have a good mix of different seasonal meals going on here. And I'm happy with these meals no matter the season. Yeah. So with the vegan tuna salad, that kind of is a good segue into our product highlight of the week, which we actually are highlighting two different products, and they are vegan tuna products. Yes, one of these came in your traditional tuna can, and the other one was in a pouch. Yes, we had a Wegmans open recently here in Raleigh, and if you're not familiar with that, it's like a mega grocery store. Uh, based in the north. I think they're uh, based in New Hampshire, I think. But uh, finally, we got one, and they are wonderful grocery stores. And so they have a lot of products that we haven't been able to get before. And one of them is vegan tuna. And there's two different brands that we picked up. Sophie's Kitchen, they have a vegan black pepper tuna variety. And then the other brand is Good Catch Fish-Free Tuna. That's the one that's in the pouch, Sophie's Kitchen's in the can. So we're going to kind of go through each one and and give our thoughts. So first we'll start with Sophie's Kitchen, the vegan black pepper tuna. It is packed in oil, so I was a little disappointed about that. A lot of oil. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) It, It The texture, it was flaky and kind of had like a ground flaky kind of texture to it. It did not have a very strong tuna flavor or fishy flavor if you will but it did have some flavor (laughs) it had a lot of the black pepper flavor that they put into it so it wasn't like just your typical just tuna in a can 
Yeah. It was flavored. Yeah. And then the other brand, Good Catch Fish Free Tuna, was packed in water. It was very flaky, but it had more of a dense texture than the Sophie's Kitchen. Uh, it had a, when you open the pouch, it had a very strong fishy tuna smell. But when we actually tasted it, it didn't really have much flavor. Yeah, I kind of thought it was flavorless. And yeah. when you, like you just mentioned, you opened a pouch, the, the smell about knocked you back a couple steps, but yeah, it didn't translate into the taste. No, it absolutely did not. I have to say probably out of the two, uh, we did try them with, with our lettuce wraps. We had both varieties. We made the, the traditional tuna salad out of it, mixed it with a little mayonnaise, some celery. I would say my personal favorite would be the good catch. I think once we added the celery and the mayonnaise and everything, the texture just was a little more appealing to me. I think I'm going to go the other way and go with the black pepper one because I was never really a big tuna guy. And I enjoyed the black pepper masking the little bit of tuna flavor there was. Yeah. I was just never a seafood guy. So Yeah, same. So I think we both agree that we probably won't be getting either of these again. I'm glad that we tried them. They, they were both good, but just not something that I feel like I need to go back to the store and get no, again and spend and that- money on. A lot of that might just be based that we're not seafood people. If you are, you might think these are great. So. Yeah, we don't want to definitely go try it. If you are, if you're Miss Tuna or, you know, you're just starting a plant-based diet and you feel a need to replace it, you need to find something to replace it, definitely try these and see what you think. Everyone's tastes are different. So we don't want to deter you from doing it. We just want to give you our honest opinion, whether it's good or bad. That's what we're here to do for you. So definitely check this out. Now, I do make a kind of plant-based tuna salad, if you will, out of chickpeas. I call it the chickpea of the sea tuna salad. It's made with whole foods, and it's definitely my preference over both of these. My opinion on that is yours blows these out of the water. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, it's just really good. But it's a matter of taste. So there you go. (laughs) All right, Maddie, with that said, ready for some pumpkin. It's the fall, so (laughs) as you know, in the fall, people just can't get enough of pumpkins. Yes, so besides picking, carving, and decorating, there's another super awesome pumpkin activity we love to do with pumpkins at this time of year, and it's called cooking and eating it. So let's get those creative juices flowing. Yeah, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna be giving you lots of great meal ideas that you can use pumpkin for. So before we start, I just wanna let you know that, of course, I think more often than not, what we use is the canned puree pumpkin that you find in the grocery store. It's easy, it's really good, it's healthy, and you can certainly use that. But if you don't wanna use the canned pumpkin puree, We've got you covered. There is a way that you can make it yourself. What? Yes. (laughs) DIY. So I'm just going to give a rundown on the process for that. So DIY pumpkin puree, all you have to do, you take your pumpkin, just like a small to medium pumpkin. You don't want a huge one because you actually got to put it in the oven. So keep that in mind. You're going to remove the stem and cut the pumpkin in half. You're going to scoop out all the seeds, leaving only the flesh. So all that fibery, seedy guts of the pumpkin, you're going to scrape out. So it's just the flesh left over. You're going to put both the halves on a baking sheet, flesh side down, 
And then you're going to pour a little bit of water on the bottom of the baking pan. And you're going to throw it in the oven and bake it at 350 for about 45 minutes to an hour. After it's done baking, you, you'll be able to tell when it's done because you just put a fork in the rind of it and it kind of goes right through. It's soft. So that's how you tell if it's, if it's ready or not. And then once you take it out of the oven, you're going to let it cool and then you're going to scoop out all the flesh, toss it in a blender and blend it until smooth. And voila, there is your pumpkin puree. So a lot more work than the can. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but if you really want to make it yourself, if you're like a kitchen warrior, then this is how you would do it. If you're a pumpkin puree purist. There you go. Yes. I like it. So next we want to give you another DIY tip, and that is pumpkin spice. So of course you can buy pumpkin spice just about anywhere. Can you? You can. It's a thing, Matt. What time Come of year on. would you do that? Matthew. I mean. <laughs> so pumpkin spice, of course, is everyone's obsessed with it. And you use it in a lot of pumpkin recipes, especially your dessert recipes. But it's easy to make it yourself if you want to. So ground cinnamon, three tablespoons. Ground ginger, two teaspoons. Ground cloves, one teaspoon. Ground allspice, two teaspoons, and ground nutmeg, two teaspoons. So cinnamon, ginger, cloves, allspice, and nutmeg are the main spices. You're just going to throw them in a bowl, whisk them together, and put it in an airtight container, and it will last you all season long. Well, there you go. Yeah. Or you could just, again, buy it at the store already pre-made. But whatever floats your boat. And now let's get into some tasty meals. Yes, let's talk about the food. All right. So a couple of our, it's more than a couple. We have a list here, (laughs) an extensive list of things that we typically use pumpkin for or that you see that are very popular pumpkin recipes. And we'll highlight the ones that we particularly enjoy the most and just give you ideas of, of what else you can do with pumpkin. So first off, for your main meals, one thing that we love every season is pumpkin ginger soup. Well, you like pumpkin soup. I was about to say. Because, I like the pumpkin yes, ginger soup. <laughs> we like just like it on different scales. You yeah. like it to be more gingery than I do. Yeah. So we usually make like a, a split batch of the pumpkin soup because I do like, I like a lot of ginger in it. Next up, we have pumpkin chili, which is very good. Now, I do like the chili. Yes. Always like chili. You love the chili. Vegan pumpkin risotto, which is absolutely one of our favorites. So, very good. It's so creamy and delicious and flavorful. Definitely a good use of pumpkin. Then, of course, you can make a pumpkin pasta sauce to have over pasta or mix in with pasta. It's so good. I love pasta. And flavorful and rich. Yeah. Yeah. I love pasta, and why not add some pumpkin to it? Yeah, and pumpkin is very healthy, and there's like a ton of fiber. So anything that you can like add pumpkin to is going to help you. Yeah, it's going to be healthy for you. And then, uh, of course, one of my favorites is the pumpkin coconut curry, which is so good. It's so rich and creamy, and just I absolutely love it. And this is another one we love on different levels because I like less coconut, and you like more coconut. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's all about compromise. (laughs) We make it work. (laughs) 
And then, of course, one of, another one of our favorites is the pumpkin ravioli. And then we obviously stuff the ravioli stuff with pumpkin. And then we have a creamy sage white sauce that goes over top. And it's just, it's really good. Sage is something that goes really well with pumpkin. It's definitely a complimentary spice to it. And this is definitely one of my favorites. I love ravioli. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to this one every time. Yeah. But as you can see, there's so many different like meal ideas, dinner ideas that, that you can use pumpkin for. And it just is not just restricted to dinner. You can actually use pumpkin in a lot of different uh, breakfast or brunch ideas. So pumpkin pancakes, pumpkin waffles. For both of these, you would just use pumpkin spice in the dry ingredients. Use your favorite pancake recipe. In the dry ingredients, you're going to put the pumpkin spice, and then in the wet ingredients, that's where you're going to add the pumpkin puree. And it's so good. I actually like these. I'm not the biggest pancake person, but I like them because it mixes it up a little. Yeah. And then, of course, pumpkin spice overnight oats. So we like to make what we call a pumpkin pie overnight oats, and it's really good. And then you can also just make regular oatmeal with pumpkin and pumpkin spice. And then, of course, we like to make pumpkin granola bars, too. And that's more than just a breakfast item. That's something that you can make ahead of time and carry with you and eat as a snack throughout the day, too. And your granola bars are fantastic. Yeah, they're so good. <laughs> and it's we haven't had the pumpkin ones in a long time, so I'm looking forward to, to making them now that we're coming into that season. All right, so those are some breakfast ideas for you. And we do have some sides or appetizers or just small plate items. And, of course, pumpkin hummus. That's a staple. Yeah, we love hummus. Yeah, so add a little pumpkin in there. You can even add the pumpkin spice if you want. But, yeah, we just we, we love hummus, and it's just a great snack to have with some pita chips. And also... You can get those mini pumpkins that you can find at the farmer's market a lot, or I believe you can find them at the grocery store. Those little ones, and then you can roast them. You stuff them with like quinoa and vegetables, and then roast it in the oven, and it just makes this really delicious either appetizer, or you can it could be a meal as well. You could do that for a meal. Yeah, they, they can definitely be a meal. Yeah, you can get the, the mini pumpkins or like the... You know, the little meal-sized ones. But, yeah, that's something that we really enjoy as well. And then, of course, one of my favorites, which we did mention in a previous episode, is roasted pumpkin seeds. Yes, these are a big hit with you. And I've never had them until I was an adult. But you grew up eating them. Yeah, and they're my absolute favorite. I think I get excited about the roasted pumpkin seeds more than anything else. (laughs) I just love them so much. And there's a lot of different things. Like I just, um, they're cooked in uh, vegan butter and salt. And I like it very basic like that. But there's so many different things that you can do, uh, flavor profiles to give it. You can make like sriracha pumpkin seeds or ranch pumpkin seeds or roasted cinnamon um, and sugar pumpkin seeds. There's so much that you can do. Very similar to what we talked about with the roasted chickpeas. Like there's just so many different flavor profiles you can give it. So have fun experimenting with that. But yeah, I think I'll stick to the basic though. <laughs> and then of course you can make little appetizers, uh, pumpkin stuffed crescent rolls. So we Who make like a crescent rolls. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Pillsbury crescent rolls are accidentally vegan friendly. 
FYI and out they're there. very tasty. Yeah, they're delicious. So you just make like the pumpkin puree and season it and then wrap it up in the crescent rolls and bake it in the oven and it's so good. Definitely a crowd favorite if you have like a fall party or even a Halloween party, anything. Because everybody loves crescent rolls. I That's know. <laughs> it's all about the crescent rolls and the pumpkin though, <laughs> but definitely the crescent rolls. So those are some sides for you. Now we're getting into the desserts, which everyone loves. And of course, it includes pumpkin spice and just about everything. And what are some of your favorites, Maddie? Pumpkin bread is definitely one of my favorites. It's definitely a staple. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the bread. I get a little weird with pumpkin pie, I have to admit, sometimes. Sometimes I think it's the greatest thing in the world, and other times I just don't have any interest in it. Well, it can really be hit or miss really hit or miss depending on where you get it but yeah i think in general most of the time it's for me it's pretty good i did try making a pumpkin pie with like the whole like the actual pumpkin not just using the pumpkin puree and it didn't turn out too great but that's my fault i just didn't know how to cook it properly but anyway it we pumpkin pie is like a staple of course now here's one i'm definitely not a fan of but i know that you are if you listen, you know that I don't particularly care for cheesecake. Yeah, which is insane. But pumpkin cheesecake is definitely a staple this season. It's always around. It's so good. <laughs> so vegan pumpkin cheesecake is definitely a really good dessert. And then, of course, vegan pumpkin cookies. You can make spiced pumpkin cake. We've all seen that. And then, of course, pumpkin rolls. I never like pumpkin rolls. That, because it has a cream cheese <laughs> filling. <laughs> but uh, pumpkin rolls are one of my favorites. And then pumpkin cinnamon rolls as well. I think out of the dessert list, and there's so much more that you can do, but you can pretty much add, when you're baking, you can add pumpkin spice to just about anything and pumpkin, and it's going to taste great, like pumpkin muffins and all that good stuff. But I really enjoyed the pumpkin bread and the pumpkin roll. Absolutely delicious. And I think those are my staple desserts that I usually have this season. Why don't they just use icing in the roll instead of cream cheese? That's a good question. Obviously, it can be done. But you need the cream cheese. I don't think so. The sweet cream cheese it's always, frosting. It's always it's like the thorn on the rose. Because I see the pumpkin roll and it looks so good and it looks like it's icing, but it's not. And I go to grab it and I get stuck. <laughs> get stuck. All right. Well, I will make you a cream cheese free pumpkin roll this season. I promise you. Sounds that. good. Thank you. All right. You got it, dude. Maybe like a vanilla bean icing. Ooh, that see? would be good. I'm revolutionizing the pumpkin roll. Okay. Humanity will thank me. Okay. All right. Good job, babe. Yeah, I'll definitely make that for you. And if it turns out, which we know it will, we'll definitely put that recipe up for for everyone. All right. And then lastly, beverages. Of course, pumpkin spice latte. That's like a staple in this time of year. I've never had one. You don't like hot beverages. I don't like lattes. You don't like hot beverages, period, which is weird. and Because you don't know what you're missing. Pumpkin spice lattes are amazing. And also, pumpkin spice apple cider is, like, so good. And it's perfect for this time of year. Pumpkin beer. Pumpkin beer? Absolutely. That's a staple. Very good. 
and pumpkin spice smoothies, like an apple pie smoothie, mm-hmm. super healthy smoothie with some, tastes like an apple pie. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. So lots of different beverages that you can make. I like also, if you get the the Bailey's Almonde, if I'm saying that right, the the Bailey's cream, and you add pumpkin spice to it and make like a pumpkin spice white Russian. So good. There you go. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to doing that soon. But yeah, lots of different, even for beverages, there's a lot of different ideas. So as you can see, there's so much you can do with pumpkins. Plus, they are loaded with vitamin A, chock full of potassium, and very rich in fiber, like we said before. And just a little note, when our beautiful cats were alive, if they got a little stopped up, one thing that we always gave them was pumpkin. And it kind of got them flowing again. (laughs) Absolutely. We had a veterinarian actually recommend that instead of a medication. And it worked wonderfully their whole lives. Whenever they got mm-hmm. into a little bit of a trouble, they it worked. It was a very cheap and natural remedy. Yep. So all you pet parents out there, definitely something that you want to keep in mind. Pumpkin's very good for getting them going when they're stopped up. So if all these fab health benefits don't float your boat, then let pumpkin itself lift your spirits. Yes, you heard right. Pumpkin is actually an awesome source of tryptophan, an amino acid that helps produce feel-good serotonin. Well, there you go. Yep. So get eaten and get happy. Happy pumpkins. (laughs) That is our episode for this week. We hope we gave you lots of delicious ideas to consider and make. If you do make any of these options, please post your picture on Instagram with hashtag Vegology Podcast, and we'd love to see them. We want to see how creative you get. So keep the photos coming. Yeah, and we do have a freebie for you this week, and the bonus recipe is the pumpkin bread recipe. So good. Yeah, it's such a staple uh, during the season for us. We definitely want to share that with you. So the recipe will be available in this week's uh, Vegology newsletter, which will be landing in your inbox on Thursday. So keep an eye out for that. Yep. All right. So I think that's everything, right? I believe it is. All right. If you like this episode, please share and also give us a good review. We would really appreciate it. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right. Well, we hope you all enjoyed this episode. Have a wonderful week. And we'll catch you next time. Peace and love. love.